And here we are on episode 29 of the Intoxicated Intellects and sitting, well, virtually across from me is Allie. Allie, how does it feel to be on? It feels great. I mean, I've known you for how long? It's been, what, like eight years? Something like that. That sounds about right. Well, uh, on the last episode, you had given me a question to ask. Uh, <laughs> you'd given me this question, and uh, so I did present it to my boys that were on on the last episode. And the question was, is pegging gay? And there were mixed mixed reviews. There were some that said yes, absolutely, and there were some that said no, it's not what I'm into, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, since you were the one that came up with the, or, well, I, did you come up? Okay. Since you're the one that thought of the idea to ask that, what are your thoughts on that? Is it, is it gay or is, is it a straight action? I think it really depends on the person. Cause some may be into it. Some might not be into it. But would you qualify it as a gay act? That's the thing. I'm not too sure. you know if you had to give a final answer like a yay or nay i think it would be a a, a yay thing wait gay or nay i think it would have to be gay uh and you said that that was a question that uh was brought up from one of the many like crazy things you've been asked by guys in the past yes Uh, and i remember you were constantly saying uh like crazy like things that men have bombarded you with in the past what would you say is one of the most outrageous things that uh you've heard from men whether just like through social media in real life or like on dating apps and stuff of that nature i think mostly just asking them if i would peg them oh so wait this sounds like it's a multiple thing like it's happened multiple times yeah Oh, it's all happened through, multiple times? All through high school. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, so, it's... So not one, not two. <laughs> yeah, it's... We're, it's we're, we're talking several. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right, you know what? I'm going to set up a poll on this podcast. So, uh, listeners, if you're listening and you're listening through Spotify, there's going to be a question down below of, have you been asked to peg a man before? And uh, I'd, I'd like to see the percentages on this because it, it, it sounds like like it's a lot higher than the average person like myself would expect. Uh, I do so have you're... my husband with me and he's like, oh, it's gay. <laughs> so so it's a hundred percent a gay act right he, yeah. he's on the if gay they side say no homo Ooh, if they say no homo that's that's a hard barrier to that's a sealed tight I mean? clause right there yeah. if they say no homo but most of the time they didn't say no homo huh? yeah. when they when they requested because mm-hmm. even if you request it you have to throw the no homo in the request exactly <laughs> <laughs> without it you know then there's there's lines being crossed exactly now, uh, you're probably, actually, I think you are my only friend that is married. Yes. So, uh, my question to you is, how is the married life? It has its ups and downs, but you figure it out as you go. You're, you're definitely, like, jumped into to the adult life, like, pretty <laughs> quick. Uh, do you think that being married, like, makes you feel older? To an really. ex- I mean, I still feel young, but at the same time, there are days where I'm like, oh shit, I am married. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like, is there like a, like a housewife lifestyle? I, I guess I, I would allude to kind of like to where like oh, you can time. see a huge contrast between like the date, like when you guys were dating as opposed to when you're married or is it pretty much falling all into the same? Um, well, after about a year, it quit being, like, the dating life, I guess, because that's when we moved in with each other. Yeah. And then we got married, and it became more just, like, house duty stuff. Like, more just... So, so moving in together was the real, like, we're married now, <laughs> like, move more than anything. 
It was the this is getting real stuff. Oh, okay. So so the living together uh is the exact same thing as like the married life. Essentially. And then you guys also brought two fur babies into the picture as well. And One of them they sitting behind me. And they both came after uh after getting married, correct? Yes. And then we we got we got married, we got the house, and then we got the dogs. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, do you plan on getting any more pets in the near future? Hopefully. What kind of pets are are, are I mean, you thinking? I'm still trying to convince him to let me get a cat, but we do leave our door open for the dogs to go in and out downstairs. So I'm like worried the cat's gonna get out. I, well, cats cats are decent at being like outdoor animals. The only problem is, is if they get out, they can't attract fleas and bring them in. And exactly. how how would the two dogs do with a cat? Well, I've brought them to work and test uh, cat tested one of them, and he did fine. And Blue doesn't seem to care. I feel like she would just try to step on it. <laughs> we'll see if they get along good. If you get a cat young enough, they'll grow to know this is the constant. I wouldn't exactly. go with like an older cat because they'd be like, I hate dogs. Unless the they gate. already like grew up with dogs. Yeah, yeah. Have you thought about going the reptile route? I have. I still want a bearded. I do have to say, with my complete biased opinion, bearded dragons are the best reptile route to go. They're they have the most personality by far. Well, then there's Harold. <laughs> well, Harold just like Harold like knows me well enough. Like she's the only reptile ever I've ever seen respond to her name. <laughs> That's and funny. For, for those listening, I have a girl lizard named Harold, and it's I didn't know she was a girl until after she had already known her name, like two years down the road. So I stuck with it. Well, everybody mistakes my female Great Dane for a male. Well, the the name on your uh, Great Dane is Blue, right? Blueberry. Ooh, the berry part can add a little bit of the feminine to it, so I, I can somewhat see the mistake there. But if you yeah. go straight with blue, that's more masculine, I guess. Yeah. But but uh, don't you or does he wear a collar? She uh, when we take her out, yeah, she has a purple harness and a purple collar. Wait, your Great Dane is a female. Male? Oh, female, and gets mistaken as a male. No, my small dog is the male. She, the big one, is the female, and she always gets mistaken as male. Oh, okay. I, I, I got it backwards. Blueberry, yeah, that, that, yeah. that's more feminine. Okay, that works. But see, then you're kind of don't know what to do with a collar because do you go blue for blueberry or do you go pink to show? We did purple. Oh, purple. Oh, but see, Michael Jackson and Prince wore purple, so like again, <laughs> you don't know if that's yeah. masculine or feminine. <laughs> All right, so there's this game we play here called Five O'Clock Somewhere. So I'm going to ask you a trivia question. And if you get it right, I am going to trug the remainder of my seltzer. Okay. Now, if you get it wrong, you have to do a chug or a shot of whatever alcohol you have near you. Gotcha. All right, are you ready? I guess. <laughs> there are two cities in California that legalize psychedelics. Can you name which cities those are? Oakland is one of them. You got one correct. I'm not helping you. <laughs> All right, you got three seconds. It's San Francisco. Incorrect. The second one was Santa Cruz. Really? Santa Cruz and Oakland both decriminalized the use of psychedelics. However, it is still uh, a county law. So if you get busted, they could still d fuck you if they want. But uh, I think I think Colorado, Denver, Colorado is the only state where or the only city where it's like hundred percent. I think uh, so. decriminalized completely. Uh, but California cities are starting to move move that route. Since that's the only thing I do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that alludes into the next question of what is your thoughts on the decriminalization of psychedelics? Well, as someone that uses it, not for like, not like 
heavily, but like for fun on occasions. I don't mind it. I just feel like there's going to be certain people that are going to use and abuse it to where it causes issues for everybody else. Because you can use it for, you can do microdosing for depression, and I was looking into it, and it does kind of help, but I feel like there's still going to be those stupid people that just abuse it. Yeah, yeah. Well, my whole thing with psychedelics, like most most of the way, and someone, I haven't done any, but I've been curious, uh, is I'm 100% backing mushrooms, but I'm not so sold on like the man-made shit. I like the, <laughs> I like the idea of from the earth in... Uh, I've also heard bad stories of too many people who took too much acid and, uh, like gotten to trips they couldn't get out of. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like mushrooms shouldn't be something that people get criminalized and like punished and have their whole lives turn upside down for. Like weed too. It's the same yeah. thing. Well, and on top of that, people are going to buy it regardless. So why not tax the hell out of it and make it? Exactly areas where it's safe for people to purchase because like dispensaries even though they like tax up the ass it's a place you know you're going to buy safe and like legal weed uh where there's no chance of lacing and you know the product you're getting is authentic and i think that would be important in terms of psychedelics because there's so many drugs in general that are being laced nowadays so it's scary it, it would be a good thing to, if people are going to buy it anyways, why not just make a safe haven and stop the criminal punishment of it? Exactly. All right. So I think we're going to jump into one of our signature games here. It's called Ass or Gas. Uh, so how it's going to go is I'm going to read off some song lyrics to you. And you're going to have to rate whether these song lyrics are ass or whether they are gas. You ready? copy that i spit in all my bitches ass call that a car wash all my bitches laughed and they and they mind when that bar dropped boss bitches fucking broke dudes i guess the bar dropped tranny trying to trick me in my dm i don't fuck with hard tops that's gas i love that that's fucking fire (laughs) (laughs) that's bfb to pac-man he comes with with a lot of great bars all right, next one. Look, just understand that I'm on a roll like Cottonelle. I was made for all of this shit. I mean, like, uh, yeah, I like it. I can fuck with it. So, would that be gas or ass? Gas. I'd say it's ass only because it's literally talking about toilet paper. So, like, <laughs> you gotta remember <laughs> it, we went through the whole pandemic with the toilet paper freaking shortage. So. We didn't need toilet paper. We just needed Drake is what you're saying. Essentially. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Canada didn't have the toilet paper problems. (laughs) They had Drake and uh, Justin Bieber CDs. There you go. All right. Next one. We be higher than Godzilla's titty. That's gas. Godzilla's titty do be high up there. <laughs> it really do be. <laughs> Alright, next one. Chest feeling heavy like a midget on my necklace. I could go either way. But I'm like not too on it, so probably ass. I've noticed the ones kind of like in the middle, it's better to go ask because you need to have that confidence when you're going gas, you know, (laughs) you need to hear them bars that make you go, (laughs) (laughs) a midget on a necklace that that would be fucking hilarious if there was like a rap spoof movie and they literally have like a midget just spinning in circles on like a big ass chain. I would watch that. See, the last like good spoof movie was pop star never stop, never stopping. Have have you ever seen that movie? No, I don't think I have. It's like a spoof of Justin Bieber's like tour movie. Oh no. And I thought it was fucking hilarious and they had like this character on it and he kind of like reminded me of like Tyler the Creator. But like it it I think it would be fucking hilarious if they made more spoof movies and they like made one of like all the different like uh, artist genres. So if we had like one for rappers, one for like the old school rock, 
one like outrageous like country where there's like cousin fuckers and shit like that i feel like like they could make such great movies if they went like the direction that pop star did but with every genre yeah that's definitely something i would watch <laughs> i'm into fucked up shit like that I, I think maybe for the 30th episode that we're recording well by the time this comes out it'll already be recorded but on saturday when we're recording the 30th episode i think i'm gonna pitch out a question for everyone to pitch me their movie idea who can come up with the best movie idea <laughs> there you go so, so start brainstorming hollywood themed blockbusters gotcha. you think can can make it i got gotcha. you all right next lyric I mixed Patron with the Hennessy. New whip took the top off like a Kennedy. Got a church girl, said she's keeping her virginity. She give me head some time, so I pay for her Xfinity. That's gas. It's fucking bars. <laughs> <laughs> Pays for the Xfinity. New whip took the top off like a Kennedy. Like that first half alone had me at gas. And then the second half was just adding, adding propane to that fire. Exactly. All right, next one. I'm riding on a dolphin, doing flips and shit. The dolphin's splashing, getting everybody all wet. But this ain't SeaWorld. This is real as it gets. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Don't you ever forget. Yes. The second you heard boat, was that like yes. your, your pushing point? <laughs> so you, you, you live the boat life, don't you? I used to, yes. You don't be going on the boats as much no more? No, no, no not, as, not anymore. What's one of the crazier things you've had happen on the boat? Because you you mostly went to like cruise and wakeboard and shit, right? It yeah. wasn't like much fishing. It was more like... We were physically doing water sports all day. Okay. We Is there anything like crazy or obscene that you can remember that's happened on the boat before? Um, Not on the boat, but this was, what, last year? Barryessa. Um, outside of our dock, a kid ended up drowning. Oh Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Like while you guys were there. Mm-hmm. We were so we were heading down to the boat to go basically around the corner to where we were doing an ice cream social, and all of a sudden there was this bunch. Of- all right, we're back from a brief intermission. <laughs> Did you just spit the seltzer? <laughs> no, I'm just dying of laughter over here. Uh, we ran into some technical difficulties. Because my computer decides to hate me midway through. You know, it happens. We've had we've had worse here. We've like on the actual setup, we've had like things where the mic like cut out and then like gave a two second difference. So like and then oh, we've God. had times where it just didn't upload the full podcast. So it's Oh no! There's been a lot of technical things, but you just push through it. (laughs) Uh, So where did we leave off? Oh yeah, someone died under a boat. Yeah, that was a that was a very interesting interesting meetup. See, when I had said like something crazy, I thought you said, "Oh, you know, uh, we ran to a dolphin." Like (laughs) I expected. (laughs) No, someone died. Yeah, it's that or we get hit in the head with our surfboards. It's about all that's crazy. I think the only like boat story I really have is uh actually I think I got a couple. Uh one, we had went fishing on a pontoon boat like up near Folsom or a reservoir no, wait, Oroville, something like that. Uh and we decided we were gonna spend the whole night fishing. Spent the whole night, slept on the boat, next morning, next day, didn't catch a goddamn thing. But we woke up to fish jumping out of the water the whole morning. So they were circling the boat. They just weren't fucking biting. Oh, God. And then uh, me and Ern used to, like, rent a boat out in, like, the San Pablo Dam and just ride around (laughs) and cause havoc. And we passed, like, people on kayaks and Ern yelled at them. Only people with little peepees use kayaks. (laughs) Oh, my God. Love it. Yeah, but boat life is a good life. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, last lyric for ass or gas. I took acid in San Francisco. Strip butt naked caused a panic at the disco. Fell for the bimbo who was dancing at the strip show. A genius still thinking with his dick bone. That's gas. That's fire from the late and great Mac Miller. Every time I go to San Francisco, that's the song I have playing in my head now. (laughs) All right, so that concludes Ass or Gas. Uh, We're going to jump into our next game here called Over Underrated. Called Over Underrated. So how it's going to work is uh, I'm going to list off a thing. You're going to list whether it's over or underrated. If you think it's properly rated or you can't decide within three seconds, you'll have to do a beer chug. Copy. All right. Over underrated. Texas Roadhouse. See, I love it, but I'm going to go underrated. Uh, how is it underrated? Because it actually got some pretty good like drinks. And like. Some of their food is actually pretty good. For com- for a commercial drunk. steakhouse, I think I think it's pretty solid. It's better than Outback. <clears throat> oh, for sure. The only thing I don't like is that uh, I feel like there's always a super long wait time. Yeah. Like like it's always like a madhouse there. Oh, easily. That and I get pissed off because the beer menu they give us is never accurate. <laughs> Like, every beer I've picked out, like, they'll go, oh, we don't have that, but we have this. And it's like, well, just redo your fucking menu then. (laughs) (laughs) I normally do the frozen margaritas, because I'm not really a beer person. Oh, I got a margarita story. (laughs) So, uh, a couple weeks ago, me and my lady went to Cheesecake Factory. And normally, like, like when we first started dating, I was always the, I'm going to get a beer type, and she was always the, I'm going to get a cocktail type. But I've recently got her into beer. Yeah. And so we went to Cheesecake Factory and I wasn't feeling a beer that night. So I'm like looking. They had a. a, Fuck, what did they have? It was a strawberry margarita drink. And so I ordered that. (laughs) And she goes, she she ordered some like bottled beer. So she goes, I'll have a beer. And the fucking waitress comes back and brings me the beer and her the margarita. And then, That's and then like we swapped them obviously and then when she came to bring our food she noticed we swapped them and uh she had asked for another beer and then when they brought the check they handed her the check that's fucked <laughs> oh i thought it was hilarious because not only did they like go oh we got it wrong then they went well now she definitely wears the pants in that relationship <laughs> that's so fucked up alright next one over underrated pissing where your dog pissed to assert your dominance underrated how's it underrated because you have to assert your dominance so you'd be pissing where your dog pisses sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do you gotta mark your territory just exactly you and hubby need to just circle one big piss line around the whole <laughs> and then put put one line in front of your doorway to show hey this is our bedroom <laughs> <laughs> all right over underrated chick-fil-a overrated how's it overrated it's everywhere now it's just kind of okay it's just, <laughs> I can't say that. I'm sorry. It's Mormon chicken. <laughs> you know what's funny is I don't know where the Mormon like thing came out because like I I've always thought they were a Mormon place and I like looked it up and they're not Mormon. They're something Christian or Catholic. They're like regardless, they're heavily religious and full of fucking terrible people. But god damn it, can those racist make it? Or sorry, racist. Uh, uh, homophobic, uh, whatever the list is, but god damn it, can they make a fucking chicken sandwich? <laughs> they can, but I feel like Cane's is better. Okay, I do agree with that. Raising Cane's is much better. <laughs> but 
I have a Kings right down the street. See, actually. you're lucky. I think the closest one to me is Oakland. I'm not going to go to Oakland for for a chicken sandwich. Actually, clo- there's one in Vacaville. Close, uh, that's that's just as far, and that's Bridge Toll too. Yeah. Uh, the closest uh, Chick Fil A to me is like Vallejo and Walnut Creek, and so those aren't fast either. So to be honest with you, I I normally just go to uh, like Wingstop or Wendy's to get my chicken fix. Gotcha. All right, over underrated. Going to a rave dressed as Dwight Schrute from The Office. How's <laughs> it underrated? Is that something I would do as a as a retired rave mom coming back into the community? That is so something I would do. I think I think you guys need to do that. Maybe you dress as Dwight Schrute and uh, have have hubby dress as either Jim or Michael. Those those would be a good look. Yeah, that's definitely something. We or can if plan you out. really want to push boundaries, have him dress up as Pam. <laughs> <laughs> he is on board with that idea. That that's that's how you make a statement at a rave. <laughs> exactly. All right. Over or underrated the Amish. Underrated. How how are they underrated? They can, well, as hubby is saying, they can drift their buggies. But they're honestly they're so like I'm I'm on TikTok obviously, but I keep ending up on Amish the Amish side of TikTok, Wait. and the videos I find are hilarious. and they're fake Amish. Amish people don't believe in technology. They're not supposed to be on TikTok. No, they're. They have their phones for like weekends or when they're not. Working. Oh, they're still they're fake. Amish. More they're, they're fake Amish. I don't believe in them. <laughs> they're they're overrated. It's the ones that don't have the phones. They're the underrated ones. <laughs> my my favorite Amish moment is uh, when Drake and Josh dressed as them on on it and went pip pip doodly do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You know what's funny is I only know about the Amish through television. Like if, if they weren't introduced through television, <laughs> I would have no idea of their existence. Jesus. It's like horror movies and comedy shows are the only thing I know about the Amish. <laughs> oh, because uh, what's that movie like a Midsommar or something like that? That that one's all about the Amish people, I think. It, no it's an A24 film. It's fucking weird. I, my cousin showed me it a few years ago. He was so juiced when he showed me, and I was like so confused by the movie, and he was so disappointed that I didn't care for it. He was like, dude, you have to check out this movie. You love horror movies. You're going to love it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? It Okay, next time you're uh, doing shrooms, watch that movie. That'll put you in okay. a different level. For sure. All right. Over or underrated? Playing the song I'm on a boat while riding on a boat. Underrated. How's it underrated? Because a lot of the time I do go out with younger people and they're like 15, 16. So that's the main song that they want to play while they're surfing or even just like driving. And all of us are normally getting really hyped to it. That's like our first going out song. The the other one you got to play is Boats and Hoes from, from Step Brothers. Yes. yes, we've you done that too. You can't get on a boat without playing at least those two songs at some no. point. I think we've done Boats and Hoes more than I'm on a boat. Well, see, the problem with Boats and Hoes is it's not like a downloaded song. So if you're really out there and kind of like where there's not great cell service, it's not an option. Yeah. Boat or uh, I'm on a boat is something I already have saved to my phone, so that's not an issue. Yeah. I have it saved to my phone for, you know, times where I am on a boat. As rare as that is, <laughs> you have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. All right. Over or underrated? Selling pictures of your toes on the internet. I mean, it's kind of overrated because a lot of people are doing it now to make money. That's yeah, true. Well, like, 
I, I think the whole pandemic thing in general just resorted to side hustles. Selling yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but it's extra money. And if you accidentally be posting exactly. them on, on the mains regardless, you might as well make some money off it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you know what's hella funny, though, is I've been noticing, like, when people post pictures, obviously girls wear a lot of open-toed shoes and sandals and such. I've been noticing people yeah. literally blurring out their toes in their picture. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. And I think it's fucking hilarious. And, like, like they do it so subtly. I wonder if, like, while they're doing it, they're like, I wonder if anyone will notice. And, like, I notice immediately just because I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I have thought about it. I'm still contemplating wait, wait, it. Wait, blurring but... out your toes or selling no, selling, selling your toes face. on the internet selling my toes on the internet see they need to make like a website specifically for toes kind of like they oh what Sweet finder oh shit you've done your research <laughs> 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 I, I i i was I, my like thought process was only feet <laughs> like instead of only <laughs> fans do only feet <laughs> yeah <laughs> And only fans for only feet, like that would be, I think, a very marketable idea. But the fact that there's there's oh, already easy. a website, but see that website doesn't have much pull behind it because I had no fucking idea that it existed. Actually, apparently you have to pay to sell your feet, though. You wait, you have to pay to sell your. Well, okay. I believe so. Last time I looked into it, is it like a percentage, or you're paying money to do it? I think it's just. Be it. I don't know. I'd have to look into it. The last time I saw it, it was like you have to pay to like even start selling your feet. See, now that's weird. Like taking a percentage out of it, I guess that's how like the website would have to work. Like taking fifteen percent or something. Like that would uh, yeah. That would be the model that I would assume would make it a functioning, working website. But like, why the fuck would I pay money for creepos to jack off to my feet? I'm not paying money to show my feet. <laughs> like <laughs> and the fact that it's such I mean, a like I'm assuming it's a more underground website. I could be wrong. You know what? I'm gonna post a poll real quick. Uh if I forget, remind me to check at the end of this. Hold on. I'm gonna post the poll now. Who has heard of the website Feet Finder? Okay, so I have it pulled up. To greatly increase the ability of sellers to make sales, we are starting a subscription for $4.99 a month or $14.99 per year for all new sellers on our platform. Wait, so it's $14.99 a year to sell? For the year. That yes. doesn't sound horrible, but that doesn't sound like a website where yeah. you would be able to market it much. Yeah. Because like... Like I said, I've never heard of Feet Finder, and I have a lot of deviant friends. And we, <laughs> like, oh, I know. <laughs> I, I figured like that one would pop up at some point, but you know, I've I've never heard of it, so I can't imagine you can market it. Like I, I think you'd probably have a better shot at going on OnlyFans and strictly selling feet pics through there. A lot of the times, though, I think my coworker tried to do it once couple years ago and it just it wasn't taken i can't off. imagine there's a huge market for feet like it's it's a it's a very yeah. selective uh what would you call that kink fetish yeah it's a fetish i guess it, it, it's a weird thing and to be honest with you it's a free access thing <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like they're fucking <laughs> oh oh my god hold on i got a toe story for you uh <laughs> Back when I was working retail, I worked at a shoe store and it was half athletic. And then on the other side, there was like heels and shit. And this one dude walked in with a custom made, like you could tell it's custom made because it's like fucking generic font, a picture like from Google, uh, a purple shirt that says, I love feet. And it's got a picture of like a pick art foot. What the? He fuck? had purple hair to match. And he starts browsing up and down the heels section. Oh, no. And, like, I'm kind of weirded out. And I run into the back and, like, tell my coworker, come check this out. Come check this out. 
And by the time she comes out, the guy had already left. And then she ended up getting a lot of customers. And then I was back over in my section and he came back again. Like same day. (laughs) And this time he wasn't looking at the shelves. He was literally like browsing the the people looking at heels. Like I watched him like staring at at their feet, just kind of like staring them down like Hmm, what 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 oh, talent is out there and what are they gonna slip their feet into like it and i ran to my co-worker again but she had a line of people so like she couldn't come see it and the guy ended up leaving really fast once she was able to go over and i kid you not the last week i was working there or last month i, I, I don't remember the exact timeline but it was towards the end like i had already known i was leaving the guy came back the shirt was faded. Like, he had worn it. <laughs> Ew. Mind you, like, this this was, uh like, probably a five-month in-between. But he had come back, like, oh, the God. last month I was there, and the shirt was faded as fuck. And I ran into the back, and I had the same co-worker working, and I go, remember, remember the guy? Remember the guy with the I Love Feet shirt? He, he's out there. He's out there. I'm not kidding. And she, like, walked out, looked, saw him, and just starts hysterically laughing. <laughs> I would do the same. I wouldn't know how like, to Like, right in front of him. And she had walked towards him to try and tell him nice shirt. But he had, like, he gets spooked really easy. Like, anytime somebody would, like, approach him, he would, like, dart. And so he did the same thing again. Oh, God. But, like, to have the confidence to rock an I Love Feet shirt is <laughs> that's next level shit. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but see, like... If you're going to market it, like if you are going to do like feet finders and all that shit, sell the t-shirts too. Because like that's a that's a good idea. <laughs> like if they're already there, sell some merch. <laughs> Might as well. Whole entrepreneurship. Exactly. All right. All right. So uh, next one. Over underrated. Taking a shit after Chipotle. I gotta say underrated. You know, I don't I don't it, know where to land on this one, but uh I- explain <laughs> why it's underrated. Um well being lactose intolerant and being like kind of allergic to a lot of things nowadays and having such a sensitive stomach that the minute I eat it, it's just not happy with my stomach. I just I just <laughs> wanna say this because this is hella fucking funny. Uh, my friend Gabe has said for the longest time that quote all white people are lactose intolerant you know what <laughs> so you just fit right into that category I and do. I, I want to throw out there that I am not lactose intolerant you know what it sucks but okay. Chipotle do be fucking up my stomach like they're it does that and Taco Bell I don't I don't go to Taco Bell but Chipotle's like I don't know what it is. It just burns my stomach. Like, 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 like yeah. it's, it's so good going down and then it's not. Yeah. Like, and I feel it immediately too. Like, it's like within 20 minutes, I'm like, this was a bad decision. Yep. And one of the times I have my day like that. One of the times I had drank coffee and then got Chipotle. Oh no. And then I went on Twitter and posted, I had coffee and chipotle and it feels like avengers civil war in my stomach or no avengers Endgame in my stomach right now and dude wipes the brand commented we got you bro <laughs> that's fucking too funny and funny enough like we went camping um a couple of weeks ago and uh we needed baby wipes and so while i'm browsing i saw that they had dude wipes there and i remember that they commented on my twitter post and so sure enough i bought a fucking three pack <laughs> i paid the extra like four bucks just for it to say dude wipes as opposed to just generic baby wipes because they had my back when no one else did All right, over underrated animal planet. Underrated. Preparing for this podcast, I kept trying for the hardest to remember that fucking animal show where they would rescue animals, and I could not think of it. Do you remember what it's called? 
like 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 all animals well it, it was a it was an animal rescue show fuck i'm, I'm gonna try googling it because like i tried this is gonna sound horrible but i tried not to do research so we have more stuff to talk about in general <laughs> like when i do these podcasts i'm like you know what we'll figure it out on the spot <laughs> but uh you said animal planet my brain went zamubafu from pbs kids for some weird reason well I, well Actually, I had wrote Discovery Channel, and then I went, no, that's not what I was thinking of. <laughs> but there was a show on Animal Planet where, like, it was, uh, it was like SPCA's, and or they would send Animal Control to rescue like abused dogs and like animals in bad conditions. Oh, I think I remember oh, what show, but I don't remember. You, the name you know of what it. I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. What's it called? I know they have a show now that's like pit bulls and paroles or yes, something, yeah. where they like rescue pitties. Uh, hold on. I think. Animal Planet. Damn it! I'm too buzzed to be typing now. <laughs> Same. <laughs> rescue show. Um. Fuck. What's it called? You know what's funny is I'm gonna remember this like the second this ends. <laughs> You're gonna remember it at three o'clock in the morning. It was like an SPCA show. Oh, Animal Cops. There you Animal go. Cops. I think that's it. I do remember that show. But like any day, like I would play hooky from school. That what that's what was on like during the day. Like I didn't go. I didn't gravitate to the Maury's and the uh. The Price is I, Right. I didn't gravitate toward towards those type of shows. I I didn't care for game shows, and I didn't care for. Who got who pregnant? But I gravitated to like the animal <laughs> shows. Like we are gonna save this dog, and then sure enough, Michael Vick makes an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that show was fucking great. I gravitated more towards the like the MTV Cribs and. Oh, you were definitely like the teen. Insane what? houses and. You didn't like gravitate that. towards like Teen Mom and shit. Weren't those on during the day? Uh, when it was on, yeah. See, I'm not going to lie. I like Judge Judy, but that came on later. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, All right. Wait, so isn't Animal Cops damn near kind of like similar to what you deal with? Because you work for the SPCA, correct? Or a specific shelter? I do. Um, well, we're a nonprofit. It's the SPCA of Solano County. Okay. I mean, we do have another, we do have another shelter in the same county, but they're totally different from what we do. But we do work direct with our humane animal services, so they go out and they deal with like the neglected animals, or they go out and pick up the dead animals. Okay. Kind of thing. Uh, so so you guys don't deal with the neglected ones as much. Um, unless they're like, unless our officers take them from people, and we end up adopting okay. them out. Making sure that they're okay. So, so you haven't seen like any like crazy like horror stories like where animals were being extremely abused and you could see characteristics yeah, of it. We have. Oh, you have. We have. Yeah. Is there is there any advice you can give to to people like out there with animals that, or like even just the general public? Like, is there a sign that they should step in if they see something of that nature going on? Um, like if the dog phys dog or cat physically will not move, and the person is basically just dragging them by their throat, that's when you want to. Well, or if you see the person like full handed punching oh, them. Shit. Well, when you said drag, like yeah. I started thinking, Solano County is hot as fuck, and a lot of people don't realize how hot the concrete gets. Yeah. And so, like, you always want to try to put your hand on the asphalt for if you can't put your hand on asphalt for more than fifteen seconds. You should not be walking your animals. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, the whole thought process should be is, can you walk fucking barefoot on it? Because if you can't, your exactly. dog can't. Because their feet are just as sensitive as ours. Yeah, don't blister. Yeah. Well, and, and there's weird scenarios, because, like, uh, so my dad rescued a dog, and he was abused, like, at his previous home, and he's got, like, marks and shit all over him, but, like... He's the biggest sweetheart, but you can still see like the flashbacks like of of past neglect. But uh Yeah, most dogs will have that. 
Uh, and so, like, loud noises and stuff, like, if you yell at him, you can see him shut down. Like, it's 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 a really sad thing. And, it, and like I said, he's the biggest love bug. Like, they have three dogs, and he's the one that... This is going to sound fucked up. He's the only one I like. <laughs> but, uh, but he's also kind of a special case because, like, they live out in Sacramento uh, where it gets, like, triple digits on the regular. And he refuses yeah. to use the bathroom in their yard. So they have to walk him across the street <laughs> so he can go to the bathroom <laughs> in the field. So he has to walk on it kind of regardless. But, like, they're aware of the temperature. Yeah. So they'll try to quickly get him from asphalt to the grass as quick as possible there you go because when i used to live in vegas um that's what happened with my first dog we had a black lab roddy mix and five o'clock in the morning my mom would try to take him out and it's still 90 degrees out and poor thing is burning his feet just trying to go to the bathroom i can't imagine what it's like for dogs like in those deserty areas kind of like like vegas like phoenix like that, that's gotta yeah. be rough and what's crazy is especially double coated. Especially what? Especially double coated oh, like huskies. That, and that's what I was just about to say is huskies that are not used to that weather whatsoever being like exposed to extreme heat when they're supposed to be like in fucking the coldest of colds. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Over underrated. Uh barking back at your dogs again to assert your dominance. I mean, I can't say that I haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess underrated, because I'm also the type of person that'll talk to both my dogs and expect them to answer back in full conversations. <laughs> One of my cats will definitely do full conversations with me. Uh, is that Callie or Frosty, Frosty is the talker. Callie is the, like... Callie's the smarter one, but she she isn't as vocal. She like she lets her actions be known. But gotcha. uh, when they were both kittens, and this might come off weird to a lot of people, but get ready for it. Uh, when they used to bite me to assert my dominance, I would bite them back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't say I haven't done that with mine. Well, they like specifically Callie because she was the one that always liked to nibble for no fucking reason so like when she'd bite me I'd grab her paw and I'd bite her back and she'd be like, like not hard but like just a hey this is what you did and she was like what the fuck yeah. was that <laughs> and so she know like I try to eat Monty's like I'll try to eat Monty's whiskers and fuck with him and he like he does the same thing back he tries to bite my face <laughs> But he knows better, so he just ends up. So, so do you have to bite harder <laughs> to assert your dominance? No, I just like I pretend I pretend to eat, and he's like he gets all paranoid. <laughs> all right, I got I got uh, another one for you. Over or underrated? For sure. Shitting on your dog's bed to assert more dominance. <laughs> Overrated. So you. Because then you have to clean it up. No, you just have to let him sit in it. And then w once he feels Ew, the shame, no. <laughs> then you bathe him. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how you show him who's the real alpha male in the house. No. I took a shit in my cat's litter box the other day. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't go that far. I did bite my cat. I did not shit in their litter box. <laughs> Although they did throw up on their own bed once, and I left it there for a couple days just so they knew their shame. See, mine are spoiled. The minute they like their beds are super dirty or an accident happens, I wash it right away. See that that's what being a good pet owner is like, but me personally, I'd rather go with the I need to show my alpha male <laughs> in the house type thing. <laughs> All right, last one on the deck. Telling your pets they're adopted when you're mad at them. <laughs> Underrated. Because I always tell them I'm going to take them back to the shelter. See, like, you said you get into full convos with your dogs. So, like, I can imagine, like, your dog barking at you and you go, hey, knock it off. And he keeps barking and you go, you're adopted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, if you bark one more time, I'm taking you back. I bought you into this world. I'll, buy I'll return you back. Exactly. I'll return you right back. <laughs> 
All right, so that concludes over underrated. However, there is one last trivia question, so it's five o'clock somewhere. And remember, if you get this correct, I will chug. Actually, my seltzer's almost gone, so I will crack open a new one and chug that. Uh, and if you get it, oh wait, that's if you get it right. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm all over the place. <laughs> Funny thing is, I haven't drank that much. But uh, so if you get it right, I chug. You get it wrong, you chug. You ready? Copy. Yep. There is one state in which it is illegal to own six or more dildos. Which state is that? Isn't it Alabama? You have 10 seconds. Alabama. That's your final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. It was the state you just previously visited. Texas? Texas, it is illegal to own six or more sex sex what? toys, but it is legal to own six or more guns. <laughs> what the fuck? That's fucking so now, weird. Now, my question is, is like, is it a per person thing or a per household thing? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, coming from Dallas Airport to where we were, there was probably... 10 to 15 sex shops just on the freeway. Well, how many gun shops were there? We need to keep the comparison going between the two. About the same. <laughs> but the funny thing <laughs> is, is it's not specific to dildos. It's sex toys. So that's even weird. And, and that, 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 that's what I'm saying is like, is it a per person or per household thing? Because like, imagine like you're living in a sorority house or, uh, or in a fraternity house. <laughs> Like, everybody's loaded up on oh shit, God. right? Like, is that whole house going to get FBI rated? <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. But yeah, uh, Texas, not a fan of the sex toys. I guess not. I mean... They only want one yeah. kind of shooting. Exactly. <laughs> Alright. So I got one last thing on the on the agenda for this podcast now you stated earlier how you were a former rave what was it rave girl or rave queen rave mom there we go you were a former rave mom and you're looking to make a comeback now out of out of all of your rave experiences what would you say is one of the craziest uh that you've experienced okay um it was it was like a Valentine's Day one. It was called Crush. I think it was twenty twenty. Um, second day. I wasn't having the best of time. Neither none of us were really having the best of times. We we're all kind of down each other's throat. And Joe and I kind of disappear off and just go do our thing because the group we were with was kind of just over the top. We were over it. Uh. We go sit down. I have, I have one question real quick. Is is this like a yes. festival or is this like one rave? This was a two-day event. It's a what? It was a two-day event. At okay, Graham. okay. I, I was just trying to get an um, idea for like the setting because like if you guys are able gotcha. to go do your own thing, it's got to be kind of big. Yeah. Bill Graham's kind of like that. It has our downstairs where it's the main like dance floor and then there's upstairs with yeah. seating. So hubby and I go upstairs to sit because neither of us are feeling the best. We're just kind of over it. We're kind of over everybody we're with. And all of a sudden I see somebody black out and their friend can't get them to respond. So I'm full blown panic mode. And I'm like, you need to go help them. So we bring them up to, we finally, hubby finally carries him up the stairs to the med tent. And then it was just a shit show the rest of the night. Cause it was just anxious. Jesus Christ. Like, it seems like emergencies seem to follow you guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did. I mean, the one that I just went to on Friday night, my it was a girl's night. My best friend was a little too drunk and ended up blacked out. So I had to babysit the whole night. That's never fun. No. But I, I can't talk much because I was also in a bad state Friday night. I was throwing up in the bushes in front of the liquor store. <laughs> she was throwing up in the seats behind you us. You said what? <laughs> she was throwing up in the seats oh, behind Oh, that's us. worse. She's indoors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to love that this story's out. 
<laughs> well, she was like, I am so sorry. The next day, I'm like, no, you're fine. Wait, I'm just glad you're So okay. are you the rave mom because you typically take care of people? Essentially. So you never get to have your times where you're the one blacked out. Well, I used to get super fucked up. I'm not going to say on what, but I used to get really fucked up. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> allegedly, yeah. And then I would still take care of people, but being sober, you really get to see more of how many like people are getting fucked up and how bad off they are. Well, that, that that's always never fun, like being the sober one. Like I I can't imagine. Like I'm not a rave person by any means. It just doesn't kind of fit my category because I'm not a fan yeah. of. EDM, EDM and yeah, like psychedelics. I mean, you could always do it off drinking, but like, it's just, it's, it's not my path, but like if yeah. you were to do one of those being sober, doesn't seem like the route that would be fun. I mean, I've definitely done a couple of them sober. They're okay. Sober. I mean, definitely getting fucked up was fun. Well, I, I think there's a middleman for everything. It's kind of like the same as going to the bar, going to a concert, just in general being like decent knowing your limits is important Yeah. because if you're yeah. the one fucked up you're ruining relationships most of the time uh i mean don't get me wrong i killed half a bottle of soju on my own but i was fine only half i was completely so only half well, shit me and, on my own that was chugging that me too. and frat on episode fuck what was that episode 25 of the intoxicated intellects each killed a bottle of soju ourselves <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he he brought two bottles of soju and then we were also doing shots of tequila and uh oh, no. we also had guava carts so like six percent beer <laughs> neither of us threw up that Jesus. night we did later but or when i mean later i mean like a week later oh, brad if you're God. listening i'm still pissed that you threw up on my blanket and didn't tell me <laughs> oh no <laughs> but yeah well soju is one of those things that creeps up on you it, like if you go to a restaurant yeah. and drink it like it's scary because like i went to a korean yeah. place or a korean barbecue restaurant and uh three people ordered the tall things of soju and we were all drinking it and i didn't realize how many cups i had and by then i'm like fuck <laughs> <laughs> no they definitely creep up on you especially when you're eating because you don't really realize how bad it hits you until yeah it yeah but but you said you're making a return to raving here pretty soon. I know you went last Slowly. week, but it sounds like you're going to a bigger it's one soon. It's not going to be an every weekend thing like it used to be. It's maybe going to be one every few. Months. But see that that that's a good thing. Like it's it's not. It, it's obviously something you're passionate about and like a good hobby and way to dilute stress. But partying every weekend. It's a good way to express yourself without ever yeah, being judged. Yeah. Because it's a judgment free place. But like like doing it every weekend seems like it could be exhausting, especially as like an adult. Like and, and we're And it gets really expensive. Oh yeah. I, I can fucking bet because I'm assuming you guys would have to either get a hotel or pay for an Uber. Or... No. It's well, since we go sober, we would just oh, drive. There you go. Um but when we were doing stupid shit, it was we would Uber. And that's from, not fucking cheap. Like Fremont. We would Uber from Fremont. To San Francisco Jesus and back, Christ. and it's like a three hundred dollar, four hundred dollar Uber home. Fucking Christ! It's because it's surge prices at that point. It's surge prices at one o'clock yeah, in the morning. Yeah. So. Well, one of my rules for concerts, and I'm sure this would apply to raves too. Well, actually, if they're ending at one a.m., not so much. But like, I always leave right before the end of it. So that way I can try to beat yeah. the traffic and beat the surge. And so, like, I'll never pay that fucking ridiculous amount. I remember I went to uh, Camp Flognaw in L.A. And we left in mm. the middle of Kanye and Kid Cudi's set. And we got out with relative ease because everybody was there to see that. But uh, we got in the mm. Uber and we were talking to the Uber driver. And they're like, yeah, you know, I normally don't do Uber that much. But I saw that there's a 13 time surge later tonight. So I fucking jumped on it. And I was like, shit. holy shit, thank God I'm only paying $20 for this Uber. <laughs> Jesus. That's fun. Yeah, so uh, 
Kanye, Cuddy, I'd love to see you guys live again, which will never happen because they fucking hate each other. But, uh, you know, I just couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. That's that's all I had on the on the uh, on the list today. Thanks okay. for thanks for hopping on. It was a good podcast. Uh, thanks for we had me. a lot of fun. Do you want to chug the remainder of whatever beverage you have left? I can. Yeah. You know what's funny is I normally have the oh. wasn't much i was about to give a speech and you just (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) all right well (laughs) well all right it it was great having you on thanks again and uh be sure to hop on this weekend too for the 30th one all right later homie bye